Did I say yes? <clears throat> so, okay, a word on Pasuk Chafei. We're in Perak Lamed Ches, Pasuk Chafei. We're still in the Parsha of Yudah Tamar. Today, tonight we're going to get to Pasuk Chavov mainly, but first I want to mention something about Pasuk Chafei. Tamar said to Yehuda, she sent him the 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 message was hakerna, right? Hakerna, and of course, and, and what I'm going to say now is really just putting things together that we mentioned in the past, but just putting it all together. Of course, this hakerna, as the Medrash points out, picks up from the same thing that um, sons of Yaakov sent the message to Yaakov in the end of Paraklamad Zayin, Pasaklamad base. He said hakerna, in his bincha. And just like over there, the pastor continues that Vayakira, he did recognize it. So to over here, Vayakira Yehuda. Okay. So, okay, so what, what is the idea of that? <clears throat> so we spoke about the fact that the whole story over here, the whole story of Yehuda and Tamar, which is about establishing the royal dynasty, it happens in this way of Yehuda not knowing what's going on. And that's a result of the fact that he was involved in, in selling Yosef. Selling Yosef caused a Hester, this, without going into the rise, caused a Hester, and that's why everything happens in this kind of convoluted, hidden way where Yehuda had no idea what was going on. Okay, so then, the fact that the specific words that are linking the two parshas, or one of them is Hakerna, it's very appropriate because, because the point is that um, by saying not to the father when it was actually false, right? They were telling him Hakernot. They're trying to make him see something that wasn't true. So because of that, because of that, meaning it was the Ksenis Pasim, they're trying to represent that, this, that in fact something happened that wasn't the case. And they were telling him Hakernot. They wanted him to recognize and know something that wasn't true. Therefore, they, therefore, a situation of, 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 of Hester was initiated, and then this whole story happens in this Hester way. And the resolution of the story is with the Hakanah, meaning knowing something, because the problem is the problem is that everything happens in, in, a, in a way that things are not known, and that's because of what he did to Yosef, or what he was involved in doing to Yosef. And therefore, the Hakanah, meaning don't be unaware understand what this is, that's what links the, the two parashas. Okay, and one, one other thing then. We spoke about, um, we spoke about numerous connections between this story of Yehuda and Tamar, and the other Tamar, the Tamar, the daughter of David. This is Shmuel Bey's Parakid Gimel. Tamar, the daughter of David, Amnon was Ma'anasar, and there's the beginning of lots of troubles in David's house. And there the Pasik says that Amnon sent her out. This is a Shmuel Beis, but I could give him a Pasik Yudches. Amnon sent her out, and she was wearing a Ksenis Pasim. That's the only other place in Tanakh where there's a Ksenis Pasim. 
because B'nai Samalach would wear these kinds of cloaks, and he kicked her out, and she put Afra on her head, and she ripped the Ksenis Pasim. That's the Pasik there. Okay. So, and this we mentioned briefly last week, I just want to tie, tie it all together. Um, we spoke about last week that Tamar was being sent away from Yehuda. Tamar in our story is being sent away from Yehuda, and she says, no, I'm not going, I'm not refuse to be sent away, and take me back, as it were. While in the other story of Tamar, Amnon, Amnon sends her away, and that's a terrible thing. She says, it's a terrible thing that you're sending me away. It's even worse that he was Ma'anis, that he's sending her away. Okay, and there she rips the Ksenis Pasim out of this shame and suffering of what was done to her. So just to pull it all together, to pull it all together, um, everything happened, the, the story of Yehuda, the fact that his, his um, the fact that the story of Yehuda and Tamar happened in this Hester kind of way, as we discussed this numerous times, so very nice, it has a great ending, Pirates is born, but there's a problem in the Machas Bez David, which is the root of that problem, is, in, is, in, is rooted in this story, because since everything happened in this story, in this in this way that on the, on the surface level was wrong, so that indicates that the future diaries that are going, that this story is initiating, the story of the Machas Bez David, has something rotten at its core, and that's what we find, that there's a good parrot and a bad parrot, or I mean, the word parrot is used as in a negative sense on the base of it because a very nice parrot is born, but parrot is born in this strange way. So that indicates that there's some possibility of a problem. Possibility of a problem, and it starts up again, this, the problem in the house of David starts in the story of Amnon and Tomar in, in Shmuel base, okay? So then over here, there's a hakenah, because he said hakenah, bet is passing which means they were trying to misrepresent the truth, right? They're trying to misrepresent the facts. Misrepresenting the facts, they get into the situation where they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on, and they have to hakerno. He has to learn. He has to recognize. But the fact is, he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what was going on, all because he misrepresented with the Ksenis Pasim. It's brought out by the fact that he misrepresented something with the Ksenis Pasim. So therefore, in the story of Tomar and Amnon, which essentially, as we discussed numerous times, in the same Bikitzer, that story of, of Tamar and Amnon is picking up the story of Yehuda and Tamar and it's saying, like, here's where it goes wrong. Here's how it can go wrong. And, there's, and the roots of the fact it can go wrong are the fact that in the story of Yehuda and Tamar, not everything goes perfectly right. On the surface level, there's major problems. So therefore, and that all starts from the Ksenis Pasim. So therefore, by the Tamar and Amnon story, there, once again, the Ksenis Pasim comes up and the Ksenis Pasim is ripped and she's in mourning. Okay. One other point there is just, if you look at that story, it says, it says that Amnon threw out Tamar, and he said, lock the door behind her, and oil hadelas achareho, and as Mishoras took her outside, v'no al hadelas achareho. So it repeats it, lock the door, lock the door. So just, Ulai, we, um, we spoke about the end of Shira Shirim, that there's a question about the Isha, if she's a chaymo, or if she's a delas. And Tamar proved that she's a chaymo. Yehuda suspected she's a Zetelas, meaning that she was Mizana, that she's loose. And, um, but she proves that she's a Chaimah, that her dedication to Yehuda and her willingness to, to willingness, she won't divulge Yehuda's thing, and she's dedicated to him as we discussed. And she's Messiah of Gover. In the story of Amnon and Tamar, that's like the bad Tamar, or what can go bad with Tamar, there Amnon sends her out, which basically he's treating her like a Zayna. Come, you go. And there's a the stress that locked the Dallas, perhaps as a remis. To the fact that she's like a Dallas. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. 
Im Dallas, you're not so low, Lucha. It's about what's your point? What do you mean? Lock the door. Oh, that's what you mean. That the Lucha locks it. Yeah. So you're, you're supporting what I'm saying. Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. to match. Right. Uh huh. Right. If she's a Dallas, then we have to just block well, it well, up. That's not a truthful right. statement either, because it was his 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 wrongful action, not hers. But yeah, but he's treating her like yeah, that's the point. That's why he was so evil. Point. Here he goes and he rapes her, then he treats her like she's a Zaino. Like, what are you doing? That's the problem. That's why it's so evil. Okay. Fine. I just want to add um, two more things about this. Um, about this Yaker, right? So Haker, no, he has to recognize Tamar is. There's another story that has a lot to do with our story, but we didn't really make that much about it. Everyone knows Rus going to Bayaz, right? Bayaz is, is Rus, it's another, it's another link in this chain of Machas based David, and Bayaz doesn't go and find Rus. Rus goes and finds Bayaz in the middle of the night, and she says to Bayaz, Madua, um, and, and Nami said to Rus, Baruch. And she got up in the morning, so it seems to be this picking up this hacker theme that um, is the root of the problem of Machas Bizdavid, or the root of Yehuda's problem is that there was a, 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 an obfuscation, or an, some lack of clarity, which is represented by the fact that they said hacker on something which wasn't the truth, and they have to fix that, and that has to become worked out by recognizing the truth, or recognizing what's something that might not be obvious. That's Hakana of Tomer and Hakana of, of Rus. Additionally, this is Sean told me, I'm not sure if this is what you meant though, that um, the Pasik says that um, as we know, Kisyan al Ishte Noshim, Ha'achas Ahuva, Bahasnua, Yod Lebanim, Ahuva, Bahasnua, Habena Bahasnia. Right? Bahabi Amachida is Banov, Esha Yeloy, Loyuchal Vakir, as Ben Ahuva, Penebenasnua, Bahaki, as Abahar Benasnua, Yakir. Now, who was over this? Yakiv, as we said, Balitosh would say, because he had. A ben Ha'uva, Ben Asnua, Loyewasnua, and he treated, he was treated Yosef as the Bukhar. and he preferred Yosef over Ruvain, and that's a major problem, because look what happened. Look what happened. So he was Makir Yosef. So it really started from the fact that he was Makir Yosef, and he really was supposed to be Makir Ruvain, the Bukhar. Had he, had, he, had he favored Ruvain, probably no one would have had a problem with that. It's because he's, he's favoring Yosef. He's, Bukhar. he's favoring Yosef, and he's not the Bukhar. So, he, so it starts because he's Makir, the wrong person, and then they're told he's told Hakenah, and then it has to be fixed with the Hakenah of, of Tamar. Okay, on to Pasuk Chavav. Vayakir Yehuda is a very difficult Pasuk. Vayakir Yehuda Vayemet, Tzadukami Meni. Ki al-Kain lo'inesatiya l'shei l'avani, v'lo yosaf o'id l'data. Okay, so first, just what does Tzadkami Meni mean? So there's two ways to learn Rashi and the Targum say, she's right, Mimeni, it's from me. So they're splitting up, splitting Tzadkami Meni. I don't know why they do that. The, the, I don't know why. The Rashbam, the Ben Ezra, the Ramban, and others say, Tzadkami Meni means she is more in the right than I am, than, than me. She is more right than me. Why? Right. Why is she more right than I am? Because... I didn't give it to Shayla, meaning I didn't do what I should have done, and she can't be blamed for doing what she did because um, I betrayed her, or I didn't give her what what she deserved, or what was due to her. So she was supposed to give it. To she had a right. She had a right to 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 find Yibum in some other way. Something like that, right, right, right. Or at least she was pressured to do it, and therefore she's excused for it. Okay, exactly what that means. But the trap, right. does, the trap doesn't matter. All right, I know. That's the other thing. Right? The trap doesn't match Rashi, right? By the way, once you mentioned that, there happens to be something interesting I saw about the trap. 
Here it says like this. Talk about the test. It says, "Vayakher Yehuda, vayakher Yehuda, vayakher Yehuda, be many." Right? Yeah. Now we have a similar pasuk. This will show you what truck can do for you. Similar pasuk in the pasuk Lamed Zayin by Yaakov, where it says, "Vayakira, vayoymer, ksoynes bini." Now there's a difference in the truck. There, vayakira, vayoymer, the ksoynes bini is how he was makirat. Vayakira, he was makirat by saying ksoynes bini. So that's why the truck over there is vayakira, vayoymer, ksoynes bini, because he recognizes it by saying ksoynes bini. Here, Vayaker Yehuda is a stop. Vayaker Yehuda, Vayoymer, Tzad Kamimani. Because the saying Tzad Kamimani is not how he's makirit, it's a new thing. Oh, he's makirit. He didn't. Had it Pazak said Vayaker Yehuda, Vayoymer, it's mine, it would have been It would have been a similar truck. It would have been Vayaker Yehuda, Vayoymer, Shalihu. And then Tzad Kamimani. But Vayaker Yehuda, stop. Vayoymer is a new thing. Just Tom had to read Psukim with Trap. It's good to know. Anyways, but yeah, like Shalom said, the Trap does not support. Rashi and Rashi and, and the and Targum on the contrary, it, it, it supports the Ramban and others that it's saying that she is more in the right than I am. And we have a similar passage to Rabban Shalsu that David Shal told David after David didn't take advantage of the opportunity to kill him. I could read the passage. So you see that Tzadik, who is Tzadik from whom? Is a, is, a, is a reflection of who is in the right and who is in the wrong, right? So then Yehuda is saying a similar thing that David said, Shaul said about David. Um, she is more right than I am. It's a complex situation and we all have, we all have things, things, we all did certain things that we could have done differently, but she was right and I was wrong. That's what he's saying, right? Or she is more in the right than, I'm, than, than I was at least because... One can argue that this is actually a, par- a kind of parallel, also, because Shaul is acknowledging David, David's righteousness and possibly right to continue. Right. Mm-hmm. And Yehuda is acknowledging Tamar's right and therefore the right of her children mm-hmm. to succeed him. Right. Which they do. Which they do. And in fact, Selah doesn't. Right. In fact, and in fact, right, that's interesting. And in fact, to support what you're saying, it's, it continues, which if you read that as, which I think is a simple reading, we'll have to perhaps get back to this, that he was no longer was the day of her. Mm-hmm. So he's basically taking himself out of the picture. He's saying she is good, mm-hmm. but not, he's not involved anymore. Okay, but let's talk about the end of the Pasuk. So, okay, so that's just the first part of the Pasuk. He's saying that. In this whole complicated story, she is more right than I am. Okay. And then the Pazik says this strange thing, So first of all, why not? Just why not? How do you understand why not? Says the Rabag and Yosef Bukhashar, because he might die. He's afraid he might die, which makes perfect sense, because that was the whole risk the whole time, right? Everyone's afraid. Everyone who's marrying Tamar dies. So Yehuda, he's afraid Shayla's going to die. And he says, okay, stick around. Shayla's going to get older and some reason, somehow that's supposed to work. We'll get back to that tonight also a little bit. And then he's not, he's not comfortable having that, taking that risk of, of Tawar marrying Shayla. So then, I think that's what the, supports this reading of Rebbe Yosef that is continuing the same issue, that Yehuda is not happy with people being married to Tawar, right? Because well, she's like a Kaplanis. <coughs> but one time won't work? One time won't kill him? Um, if one time didn't kill him, it doesn't prove anything. I don't know. Does that not prove anything? I hear. I hear. By the way, just so you know that... Maybe he wasn't married. That was the marriage. That's you, 
Because Yibam is 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 Because Yibam but um, Agav, I think I must have mentioned this in the past. I think it's Rabbi and Abshur Malia, both from Yehuda, whether twice as a Chazaka or three times as a Chazaka for Katlonis. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how that how well, that plugs into our pasture, but it undoubtedly, undoubtedly, the question is how to learn our pasture. Perhaps, perhaps it's totally in the Loyosef Adudata. Loyosef Adudata means Rashi brings two Pshatim, right? I think Rashi brings both Pshatim from Chazal. Loyosef either means Loyosef he no longer, or he didn't stop. The opposite Pshat, right? Pasak. So, so if it's a Katlanis is, is twice, then Yehuda was right to be worried to the Katlanis. Okay, so I, Shalom said, you know, does this prove that he won't die? Maybe not. Okay, but if it's if Katlanis is only three times, then Yehuda was wrong. And maybe he realized that he was wrong. Okay, we have to well, figure well, that maybe out. Maybe Yibam itself, since that affects the... Right. That, maybe that doesn't count. Yibam doesn't count for Katlanis? What do you mean, why not? Because it's not... It's not... Uh, what's it called? It's not a... a, be a, a of during the marriage, it's creating the marriage, and therefore not part of. I, I don't know. You can make an argument. No, I don't think so. It's either Mayan garden or Mazel garden. Yeah. Either one is, is right. going to provide. The movie has to be in the marriage. Right. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, so so fine. So I think that's the pshat. But like, so the simple pshat, but he no longer wanted to be a day her because same reason. He he was avoiding giving her to her son also. But so then we have a, a very strange thing over here, which is. Which is, um, which is like this, which is, so now we really have to figure this out. Um, Yehuda says on the one hand, she's right because they didn't give her to Shayla. Implying that he should have given her to Shayla. But then he's still avoiding her. For the same reason he didn't give it to Shayla. So there's a tension in Abe and the Pasuk, right? Because on the one hand he's saying, oh, she's right. She's more right than me. I should have given her to Shayla. She has a good claim. But then he's still treating her as if she's dangerous, and the truth is, the truth is that without this pshat, I always found this pasuk to be very jarring because what's Lyasa Vadadata? What is it coming over here? This, she's being out to, she's getting out to be killed, right? And he saves her life. He says, okay, you know, Fine, you can end the pasuk here. Now, Lyasa Vadadata is a later detail. Perhaps you can even discuss it after the birth, whatever. You know, okay, but and by the way, you know, but like it's it's like part of this, it's part of this sack, right? But it really is because on the one hand, he's saying some, he is saying something about she should have been given to Shayla, right? Which is really about this question of is she dangerous or not? But, but that, that begs the question that maybe I'm using begs the question wrong, which I try not to do. But it's sort of, maybe I'm using it right. But anyways, the point is that that makes that makes the question even sharper that. Um, that um, why is he Yosef, Yosef Adadata if he's at the same time saying that actually I should have given her to Shayla? What is this all about? Right? So in other words, what the Pasuk seems to be saying is Yehuda realized now that she's right. There was this whole tension. Should I give it to Shayla or not? Which we know it before, and I tried to deal with this before, but I don't think I did a good job. And tonight we're going to get back to this question. What was that business? Yehuda said, I'm going to, Shayla's going to grow up, I'll marry her, but then he didn't give it to her. Was he planning? Was he going to give it to her or not? What's going on? So, but here he seems to be saying, I talk, I was, she's right, I should have given her to Shayla. But then he's saying she's not dangerous anymore. Well, he doesn't say I should have. He says ki al So Because I, I didn't give it to Shayla, right? So, al-kain le, le satya. If he's mean, it, if he means Which means, by the way, which right means it's because, wrong, it's because. It's because I didn't give it to Shayla. I didn't do it, therefore she took action. Uh-huh. Therefore, 
she's she's right to have. I mean, she's saying but what? But, he, but, what but, but that doesn't mean he should have given her the shayla. It means he should have what? He should have some, done something else. Maybe he should have gotten her some other relief. Right, but then then learning to the shayla doesn't. I don't think is the right thing to say. Right, I didn't well, give her the shayla. My son sounds like. Well, I said so I would. specific, right, right, and I should have done it. I mean, that's just simple reading. Not, not because I left her tied up. You could have said that. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be many because I left her Balmanusa for too long and it was unjustified. That's all he said. He yeah. said I didn't give her to Shayla, <coughs> which is what he said he would, right? He said, yeah. he told her, and, and, and fine, and then I didn't do it. I didn't fulfill what I said I would. That's a simple reading. So he seems to be saying, now I understand she's not a Catalanist, let's say, okay, but then why will I suffer the data, okay? And also, of course, what makes him understand that he's not a Catalan. So what, what, would, what would change? So Lemay said there's a teretz to all this, and it's a very wondrous teretz, a very interesting teretz. And this is in Yirmiya Perek Okay, and this you got to see inside. We're going to be drawing on, on, on things that we've been discussing, as we always do. Um, I'll remind you of some of the... Of the I'll remind you of some of the background. So these Prakim and Yirmiya, which we showed, are reflecting our Pasha. But specifically, specifically, what Yirmiya is talking about, and Pshat, meaning what Yirmiya is, I mean, not Pshat, not just the Pshat, what Yirmiya is actually talking about is the return of, of the B'nai Yisrael to Hashem after Godless Bavel, which perhaps wasn't fulfilled completely and will eventually be fulfilled. But he's talking about the idea of Klai Yisrael will return to Hashem. And they'll return to Hashem, and this is the key passage which we spoke about so much, is he'll return to Hashem because, like the female... Can, like there's going to be a new mahalaf in the world in the world within the cave comes looking for the man originally Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim as it were as it were and uh, he came looking for us and then he sent us away but we're going to come back looking for him um, after Golas Bavel was the Pasuk said and and as we discussed as we showed this this prakim here are working off the Tamar story how are they working off the Tamar story because Tamar because the whole Tamar story is about will Tamar get back to this Yehuda family, and if they get back, if she gets back to Yehuda, there's going to be a king. If there's going to be a king, and as we discussed at length, if there's going to be a king, now going back to B'nai Yisrael, if there's going to be a king for B'nai Yisrael, that means it's going to be a nation. They're not going to be exiled. They're going to be have independence and be back in their country. So therefore, the idea of 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 Tamar finding her way to Yehuda, even though she was sent away, is is used as the marshal for Knesset Yisrael finding the way back to Hashem which depends on them having a king from Yehuda. It's not just a detail. It's a very critical point. It depends okay. on it, or is it, or, or is it a prerequisite? It goes along with it. Which one is a prerequisite? It's a prerequisite for having a king? Yes. I think they go together. I think well, which one causes which? One of them well, is one is a physical cause, and one of them is a... Um, I mean, if they're spiritually... Having, you get the king before you come back, or you get the king after you come back? I don't know. The king will bring you back, probably. The king is with Kabbat Zedchesol. I think the king, is, the king brings you back. Right? That's what we see for the rabbi. You physically. Yeah. And yeah. In other words, you can't have, which means you can't, yeah, which means you can't have a united uh, right. nation and doing one thing together and coming back to its own without a king. That's what a king does. And I'm saying from it's a king is what unites, unites well, the people. That's what the says, right? What? Right, right, right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So I just want to be marked into this, just one thing to remind you of. I'm not sure why, but I feel like this is important. In Perikhov Tess in Yemir Pasuk Yud Aleph, the Pasuk says, Chav Tess Yud Aleph, it says, Hashem says to Bnei Yisrael, who are now being exiled into, into Babel and think that there, there's no hope for them, Pasuk says, Chav Tess Yud Aleph, he says, 
in Pasigur, he says, after seven years, there's going to be a Pekida from Bavel. And Hashem says, I know the thoughts that I'm having about you. Which means, apparently, everything that was happening was bad. And no one could discern any good. This is talking about the times of Golas Bavel. No one could discern the future destiny of Klai. So everything seemed bleak and dark. And Hashem is saying, there's some hidden... It's a machshava, it's meaning it's something that you can't speak about, no one knows the word for it, because no one could recognize it. But Hashem is telling the Navi that there are hidden thoughts, meaning Hashem has his plan, right? Hashem has his plan that, that nobody understands. Okay? And those are machshava shom. Hmm? Read the next two psukim. I know the next two psukim, so, yeah. So the point is that, that after that, you will call out, you'll call, come mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. and then I'll bring you back. Right. So What's the, your point? So the spiritual cause is, may I come back to Hashem. Mm-hmm. And then the, that causes... Kibbutz, which is done by the king, but mm-hmm. the king. Yeah, so good. That's good, but it works. Right. Yeah. Okay, so now, so now, Shmuel Achmeni used this pasuk as a psicha to our parsha. Yeah. Okay, it says the Medrash. Psicha to our parsha, Yehuda and Tamar. Anochi yodati as a machshav as Hashem yichay shvavarichem no mashem. Says Shmuel Achmeni. The Shvatim were selling Yosef. Yaakov was mourning. Yehuda was going to, going to get married. And Hashem was being Isaac in Irish HaMashiach. Which means, as we discussed, that Shmuel Ben-Nachman is using this Pasuk. This Pasuk means it's something called Machshava. This wasn't called Hashem's Machshava, which is Hashem's Dibur, means when everyone could understand what Hashem is doing. We could, use it, we could talk to Hashem and He could talk back to us and we could def- explain what He's doing. And this whole story in, in Yehuda and Tamar is about something <coughs> happening that, that nobody could explain. It's happening in a way of Hester. Yehuda didn't know what was going on. So that means in what he thought, in what, in what, in what was apparent, was nothing made sense. But, but the, the Hashem's, this story, which is about creating the Irish Shabbat the Goyal, is something that happens with this Midah called Hashem doing it, Machshav. Okay? And that's why he uses that Pasuk. That he uses he uses that pasuk that's in Yemia, which is talking about the Geula. So basically, the point is that the story of Tamar and the fact that she was sent away, but eventually she comes back, she gets back, is is the story about the Ma, as we discussed numerous times, story about the Malchus based David, which almost gets um, color in, in Galus Bavel, and Yechania was told he's not going to have children, but then eventually there's, there's going to be a Melch from David, and everything's going to work out in the long run. Okay, that's. Yemir. And what does it say in Yemir? Now you can look in, and this we spoke about this last week, in Yemir, Perak, Laman, Aleph, Pasik Chof, and Chof Beis. There the Navi, Laman, Aleph, Chof, and Chof Beis. The Navi tells B'nai Yisrael, make markers about the way you're going because you're going, you're going to eventually come back. Right? You're eventually going to come back, and this is the Pasik you mentioned before, Kibar Hashem, Chadosh it's in the cave of the Sevi There's going to be a new Mahalach in the world, which is that the Nekeva looks for the man. And this, as we discussed at length, is represented in our story by Tamar going to look for Yehuda. Shocking thing, you don't go look for the man, the man goes and looks for the woman. No, a new thing in the world, the woman's going to go look for the man, which in the, in the Navi means, Knesset Yisrael is like the Isha to Hashem, and we're going to come back and look for Hashem. Agav, I just so interesting, so I have to say this, there's a letter from Meir Simcha, I mentioned this once, and written in 1921 maybe? When they asked him about um, going to live in Israel, and uh, you know, some people said it's Aliyah Bachayma, this that. Rambam said after the Balfour Declaration, Sar Pachad Hashvuis, Sar Pachad Hashvuis, the Gashol Hashvuis, and he says could be on this moment, on this on this time that the pasuk says, 
which means the, the girl who's wandering around, don't be hiding, don't be reticent. How do you say reticent in French? It's probably a French word, no? Reticent, you know the word? What do you say it in French? Reticent, you know? What does it mean? It means to be shy, right? Like to, yes. Uh, probably, I mean, it sounds like French. No? <laughs> so that's Admoset Tzchamokim, don't, don't hide. Anyways, but the point is it's a Pasuk about Geula, and it's a Pasuk about the Geula of Klai Yisrael, and it's saying that we have to do different, don't wait for Hashem, because there's this new thing in the world called the Cave of the Slave of and that's represented by the fact that Tamar goes and looks for Yehuda. Okay? Now, now let's look a little further. Let's read the Pesukim, beautiful Pesukim. So as we mentioned, the Are Yehuda in our story, Timna and Adulam and Inayim and and I missed one, Ksiv, right? Which is Achzav, okay? Shuvia Shevusam Yivrecha Hashem Devei Tzedek. Fine, Yeshba Yehuda v'Chal Arav. Again, we have the cities of Yehuda. Okay, Hine Yom Bam Noam Hashem v'Zerati is based on based on the Zer Adam Zer Behema, and everything is going to be good. Pasuk of Ches. Here's the Kipsa. Vayomem Ahem Lo Yomru Oid Avus Achlu Baisa Vishini Bam Tekena. There was a marshal. There was a marshal, old marshal. That that Baisa means like sour grapes. And there's a marshal. The father eats the sour grapes, and the teeth. When you eat a sour grape, your teeth get some feeling. I don't know what's the word for that feeling. Numb. Numb? No, it's no, like no. vinegar. Like if you eat vinegar, right? Not no. No, no, it's the opposite. Um, it's, I don't know what it's called. Anyways, we eat, so we eat grapes, eat something sour. Sting. What? Like a sting? Sti- sting? Yeah. Fine. So you like a sour grape, there's like a sting on your, on your teeth. So there's a muscle. Oh, the father eats sour grape and the son's teeth start stinging. Which means that there was people who were saying, it's not fair, it doesn't make sense that we should die. It doesn't make sense. And the Pazak says it's not going to be the case anymore. It's not going to happen again. If you eat the boiser, your teeth will sting. If not, not. No one's going to suffer for his father's sins. And I'll show you that it's before in Yichazkel like that. The same thing in Yichazkel. Yichazkel Pekel Abachas. We'll look at it soon, where he says boiser on the right. Same which thing, which is right? Right. That you have this marshal. No longer will be the case. Ishba avoyna yomos. Ishba avoyna yomos. And bein lo yomos ba avoyn av. Avol yomos ba avoyn bein. Which the Gemara says in. The Medrash says, yeah, no, the Medrash, but the Medrash says, in Chukas, I think it is, that you, you, the Moshe said, No, the Gemara Makas, Gemara Makas, Gemara Makas says, Moshe said, So there's all... Yeah, but he was not being about he's, he's saying about... I don't know, I don't know, right, 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 exactly, that's good. Yemi is saying, eventually, there's not going to be this Moshe anymore, and Yechezkel maybe is actually Mimatla, okay, fine. And and that so what's what's going to happen is not people are not going to die for the sins of their fathers. So hinayom bov no mashem ukratis b'sol zil b'sil the b'schadasha loikar b'sh can be a new b'sh loikar b'sh shekratis hafoyz b'zigan the ones that mashem like baltimam. Rather, it's going to be a new b'sh and the b'sh is going to be nasatis to asib b'kirbam valib machtevena. Fine, and they're not going to have to teach each other to say do as Hashem. Pasuk lamed gimel. They're all going to know Hashem automatically. Lemiktanam va'adgedol haflofel. Fine. So now. What we see in this parsha is that there's going to be, along with this Nikkei with this new Mahalach of us looking for Hashem, there's going to be an end to Avos Achlu Baiser Vishinibon Tekana. Okay? So now I think that's the key to our parsha. I'll explain to you why. We spoke about this in, 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 throughout, as we learned back on the Ches. We can show that Aaron Oinan died for the sin of Yehuda who sold Yosef. That's 
who can be demonstrated. Okay? They died because of Yehuda's sin, because he was involved in selling Yosef. And how was the riot to that? I think was one riot was because Reuven said, Shnei Bonai Thomas, Lecha. Right? Was that the riot? It's not the greatest riot. It's because in Yehuda's two sons died already. It's a parallel, but I don't remember. But the, I think the Medrash says Mephurish. The Medrash says Mephurish, I think, that they died because he was engaged in selling Yosef. On the other hand, on the other hand, well, arguably they wouldn't have been born if not for that. Because he went because of Bashua, right? Right. So on the other hand, it could also be shown. Right. Right. We spoke about that point. Also, I'll leave that. That we can leave for a second. On the other hand, obviously the pasuk says that he died because he was Rabbi Hashem, right? That's the pasuk says. So we said like this. We spoke about the fact that that it's all one and the same thing because um, because like just briefly. The Pasuk says, Yehuda took a wife for Er Bechari, Shmot Tamar, Vahi Er Ra. The Pasuk doesn't say why, how Er was Ra. Right? It's a very strange Pasuk. It doesn't say how Er was Ra. The answer is, you take on Isha, so you shouldn't be Ra, because Loi Tevi Yosem Levadai. So that's Vahikach Yehuda Isha Loi Er Bechari, so that the Mimsak and Taiv, to find Taiv. And if Vahi Er Ra means it didn't work. Oh, it didn't work, why not? Oh, must be, because Er didn't, didn't take the Isha. So it's, that's, that's what you've seen in the past. So what, the point is like this. The point is, this pasuk is about the search, this parish is about the search for taiv. The search for taiv depends on the isha. Tamar is the perfect isha, as we discussed last week and numerous times, the perfect isha. And the question is, how, how eventually are we going to get to Tamar? That's what it's about. But it's about the search for taiv. And the search for taiv went completely awry because they sold Yosef. Because once he sold Yosef, nothing was begali, nothing was clear anymore. And, and the, this major search that everyone has to find Taiv, that's what life is about, you got to find Taiv, you have to understand Bereish Perek Aleph, Kalash Asavine Taiv, you have to understand the Taiv in the world, so it's, it's, you've got to understand the, word, the Taiv of Hashem. So that search went, went completely askew. Okay? So the two things are connected. Fine. So now, so now like this, so now, so now we understand like this. Avos Achlo Yehuda is the one who, who's, who got, who's messed everything up, right? And now his sons are dying. His sons are dying one after the other. Shayla may, maybe is also going to die, right? Because Now, a word, let's, let's jump to Yechazka for a second. Terrible thing. No one, no one likes it. No one understands it. This is, well, you see, you can't understand it because it's a mushal. You can't understand no, someone eating grapes. The thing itself, right. yes, but in, in Yehuda's story, because he messed things up, mm-hmm. his sons don't understand what they're supposed to do, so they do it wrong. Why don't his sons understand? I mean, well, they didn't. That's what the that's what the says. They didn't. Take oh, I see. Issue. You're saying so. It's uh, so here it's a Matthias, Lewis. Yeah. I mean, here it's not just here it's not just a metaphysical thing of. Uh, Seems like. Of At least that's the minute. Parental sin. It's an unoriginal okay. sin. Hmm? It's an unoriginal sin. Not necessarily, because we have to trace the roots of it. Right? Why did they do what they did? So, right? No, I'm, if we trace it back to Mechir Yosef... Wait, yes. how does it trace back to Mechir Yosef? Because there's a Pagam in, in, in Yehuda. Right. The Pagam in his marriage. Right. And therefore, they don't learn the proper relation. Why? Because they don't have a good model? No. Because they, cause they, cause I think that's not why. The reason is because they're also... They're born, they're born from Yehuda. And Yehuda has a Pagam. So they have a Pagam. It's inherited. Right. So it's inherited. Inherited sin. That's Abbas Akhlubay. So you know what they can. Inherited sin. Yeah. Uh, I could be... It could be. You can't disprove that. No, you can't disprove it. In the Moshev, it's not understood because it's inherited... It's not inherited sin. It's inherited punishment. Okay. Right. Here, it's sin. 
is just past them. Right. He's saying, okay, here where we know that they actually did something wrong. Yeah. Right. That suggests that that it's, it's not the same sin exactly, but it's a sin that comes. Right. Out. It's only a result. I hear you saying. Okay. It's a good. It's a good heart. It's very, very, very obviously very strong heart. Okay. This is in Nichasko Paraklam Yud Ches Yud Ches. Also another Parak in Nichasko. We're gonna to stick to this one just for now. In Parak Yud Ches in Nichasko, he also deals with this. Um, this theme of people saying Avasach Lubaiser, Shinibam Tekeno, and Yechezko says, Chai Oninu Mashem, it's not going to happen anymore. Okay, if someone's a tzaddik, if the son's a Russia, it's not going to help him. That his father was a tzaddik. And vice versa. Vice versa, okay. And then the Pasuk ends, look at Pasuk Chaf, hey, it keeps on going by, Rikos Gedoyla, Hanevet, Pasuk Chaf, it says, this is in Perikul Ches, Pasuk Chaf, Hanevet Shachat, Teis, He, Samos, Bein, Loisa, Bavoyin, Av, Av, Loisa, Bavoyin, Bein, Tzitkes, Atzadik, Olavti, Yerushal, Roshalti, and then the Pasuk Chaf, hey, he says, Vamatem, Loi, Tochen, Derech Hashem, you say, Hashem's ways are not fear, Shemunah, Beis, Yisrael, Adaki, Loi, Tochen, Loi, Dachechem, Loi, Tochen, it's your Drachem that are all messed up, so basically, it's like this. The Badavi is saying, you said, everyone was saying Hashem's ways are not, are not, are not doing it up because why should a son die for his father? The Navi says, you know what? It's your, it's your drachim that are all messed up, not my drachim, but I'm going, to, I'm going to adjust. Hashem is going to adjust his ways to make it um, that people can understand and Ben is not going to die by Vayinav anymore. Okay? So there was two drachim of Anhaga. So like I said, the Gemara Marcus is Mufurj. Moshe said, "Pick it up and off the Zabbanu." Yecheskel is not vatlet. It's not vatlet because people couldn't understand it. The truth is that when they sing "Loi Tachan Derech Hashem," is because Darchehem Loi Tachehem is because they, they. It's only because the only reason we can't understand the ways of Hashem is because we have bad ways ourselves. But the Navi is telling them Hashem is going to adjust his derech so that it will be comport with what you people think is fear. Okay. So now let's go back to our story. Here's what I think perhaps is the key to our story. What was going on in our story was a classic son suffering from the father. As Sean pointed out, yes, it's not a classic Muslim. It's not a classic son. Let's just put it, state it that way. I acknowledge the Hashtagah. So they're suffering because of something. The root was in Yehuda. Okay. Air dies. Ainan dies. Maybe Shayla is going to die. But maybe not. Why? Because, because this whole derech of Bain dying for the father is, is not a derech that, that a person could, that, that a person could, that Yehuda could understand. It's not a derech that Yehuda could understand. What? How do we know Yehuda can't understand? Because Yehuda is off the derech, right? Oh, he's not on the derech Hashem. He's not, if you're not on the derech Hashem, <coughs> you can't understand this. You can understand other things, right? I'm not on the derech Hashem. You're not on the derech Hashem. We have a little bit, something, whatever. Some things you can understand. We can understand. Maybe Ches, we can understand this, we can understand that. One thing we can't understand, the is telling us, we can't understand. Ben dying if you're not on the derech Hashem. So Yehuda is a yetel la derech, and he doesn't have das Hashem over here. So he cannot explain this. So on the one hand, Er died and Shela and Ainan died, which suggests that Shela should die too. On the other hand, Nishka Mahalach. It doesn't. It's, it's not. It's, it doesn't. This doesn't add up. In Yehuda, you can't. You can't make sense out of it. So I would suggest. It's not. It's still not perfect. I would suggest that this is part of the. The hitlabtut, the the back and forth of Yehuda, will Shayla die or will he not die? Because on the one hand there's a pattern, on the other hand he can't make sense out of it. Okay. What happens when we have Nekevet to save Gover? Well, the Navi says that part of the part of this new mahalach of calling Nekevet to save Gover is the bittel 
of a son dying for the, for this, for the sin of his father, right? Okay? So plugging that back into our story, that means when, Nikeva, when, when Tamar comes and looks for Yehuda, which is in the cave of the slave of Gavar, that stands for whatever, that puts into effect the end of sons dying for the sins of their father, right? Which means she can marry Shayla, but she can't marry Yehuda. So Yehuda says, Tzadka Bimani. Because he is the sinner. He's the one who sold the Yosef. So he says, I'm the one who maybe can't find the Taif. And I'm the one who should have a problem the whole time with the, with the marriage. And I did. It's Shabashua died. He's Makir. Hmm? He's Makir. He's No, he's Makir that she's right. That's all he's Makir. What do you mean? That doesn't mean that he fixed anything about himself. Oh, no. No, I, would, no, I wouldn't say that. That would be a steward to things we've said till now. And I don't think that's correct. He's, by the fact that he said Tzadka, he's, he's coming back on the path of Tzadka. True. Does that mean he's completely done? I don't think so. Therefore, I think it's a contradiction. So therefore, like this. So now, again, Tamar might kill people. What does that mean she kills people? It means that in the search for Taiv, which is totally in the Isha, if you don't get that Taiv, then you get Ra, you get Mavis. This goes back to Barashas, right? If you don't get the Isha, if, Isha, if you don't get the Isha right, you get Taiv Ra, you get Chaim and Mavis, and not just, instead of the Chaim, you get Mavis. It's all, as we discussed. So, so the question is, whose search of Taiv is, is messed up right now? So whose toiv search was jeopardized? Originally it was Er Einand and perhaps Shayla's, but it's all because of Yehuda. It doesn't make so much sense. But it takes in the cave of the slave of to initiate this new path of, and that's what Navi says, why? We'll get to that in a second, perhaps why. To initiate this mahalach of Bain not dying for the father. So therefore Yehuda says, okay, now that I'm masking to Tamar, to what she did, I'll pee what she did. She could marry Shayla. Because, because now no longer my, my children will no longer suffer for me, mm-hmm. but I can't. So that's the But now she can't go to Shell, it's too late. Yeah, now she can't go to Shell, it's too late, let's say, right? But now, my Freya, she could have gone, the glory most of that, she could have gone to Shell. I mean, let's say, okay, obviously she had to do the cave to save Gavar, so we have to figure out how it would have happened. But the point is that she put into effect that now that question which I originally, says Yudai, I originally was, very, was struggling with this problem. Is she right? She's not right. She's not But on that, it doesn't make sense. She was machriat. By the cave of the Zev she was able to put machriat that she could go to Shail. But she can't go to me. So that's Akin, let's deal with Shail. Let's deal belongs right here. Because the question is, who can Tom marry? The story starts by Yerid Yehuda. The story starts with the problem in Yehuda, by Yerid Yehuda, as the Chazal says, Yerida. Because Yosef heard Mitzrayimah, and he said, now Yehuda, everything's, everything's messed up. But it's messed up in Yehuda. And then that carries on to the next generation. Carries on to the next generation, and which means, now it goes much deeper. Carries on to the next generation, that's the, the point of that is that if it carries on to the next generation, maybe Yehuda and his progeny forever are irredeemable. And maybe there will never be a survival from the Malchus Yehuda, which is what the whole parak is about, as we've been discussing. So but the fact you need Nikavit to save of Gavar, you need of you need a bit of Avosach Lubaisa today that there should be preserved zera from Yehuda. Meaning, because if if the sin that Yehuda did is 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 indelible and is always going to affect his children, then then the same way he's he has this problem. They always have the problem. Kamash no, we can uh, we can get past the sins of the fathers. In this case, we can get past the sins of Yehuda and make Shela worthy of Tamar. Which is strange because it's still it's too late. She didn't get him right, but the, and but but Yehuda's talking not worthy, and that's why by the the Yim, if you noticed, I but stressed the before are. the children are okay, right? And that's why the stress in, in the history. So what? Yeah, so what? Because she was slacking everything. Yeah. So even the children, 
Right. Even though he wasn't really, even you say he's not really the right. can't marry her. Right. But the children that yeah. she had with him. Why not? Are, yeah. Are still because the children are fine. Because yeah. Why not? Because, because it works. Works copy the it children. Works. Yeah, I don't know. Even, even. Yeah, even that he could be the father. Yeah, that still needs to be understood, obviously. I mean, why, it's, why not? Because she fixed them. Yeah, but okay, so why, okay, I mean, Absolutely. so why does Yehuda end up being the father? Why not Shayla? I mean, just because in terms of. No, but I'm saying, I, why I, did I the story work out? No, 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 I understand, but why did, I'm saying on the Tam Ha, time of the crow, why did the story work out that it should be Yehuda? If Yehuda's, why not Shayla? Which has to do with the question you asked before. Is there some tick into Yehuda? Yes, certainly is. You see the fact that he's recognizing the Tzidkas and, so, and, and he's exonerating her. Right. Clearly something going on with Yehuda. Okay, it's still obviously it, it goes, goes even deeper. Yehuda, also, also, yeah. There's still a problem with Bashur. Right, right, right. So I just wanted to point out that, that Pirate who read in, 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 um, in um, Yirmiya, there in Periklam and Alf, Pasuk Havav, it says, V'zerati es beis Yisro, es beis Yehuda, zera adam v'zera behema. So that the, that the point is that it's going to be a Zeria, that the zera of Yehuda is going to be preserved. This is the Periklam and Alf, so and Yirmiya, Periklam and Alf. What? Yes, yeah, so what's zera on the zera behema? I don't know, but oh, in know. your context, well, I know in other contexts, but in your context, it, it suggests that there, there are some that are better than others. <coughs> I don't Maybe know. that explains not sure. why not Shema. I'm not sure. I hear. I hear. Interesting. Because of his mother. Interesting. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Interesting. So, just the point is that um, you need, which is our, our story is about the Zerah of Yehuda, right? And, and the whole question is, will the Zerah of Yehuda um, be Kayim? Will it have a Kiyom? And the way <clears throat> the way that will be a a haftacha of the zera of Yehuda is that the son should not suffer for the father. Is that means that even if there's a sin in the father Yehuda, it still doesn't doom all his generations. Okay, now just one one last thing about why does it depend on the kavit of Gavra, right? Why does it depend on that? Why is the kavit of Gavra the key to to getting rid of this? So I just think the child's like this, because if you notice the Pasuk with the Anirmiya said, Perek Laman Aleph, it said, not, it, it's going to be a bris chadasha, a new bris. Not like the earlier bris. Perek Laman Aleph, Pasuk Laman Aleph. The earlier bris is, Hey, may Pharaoh's bris, even I ba'al tivam. Hashem was bail in Klai Yisrael, in Knesset Yisrael, and they were made for the bris, which means he owned them. He controlled them. He controlled them, and they were made for the bris. And then the Pasuk says, continues, says it's going to be a different bris. And what's going to be the difference about the new bris? The Sati is to us, and they're not going to have to teach each other the U.S. Hashem. They're going to know it naturally. So it means like this. The original bris was Hashem was boil and Knesset. It means you have to accept Hashem. You have to accept Hashem. The new bris is that we naturally, our natural <coughs> inclination is to understand Hashem. Um, which I think if I'm understanding correctly, so it means like this. It means the cave of the Sabbath means Knesset comes back to Hashem. Knesset comes back to Hashem. That initiates this relationship to Hashem where it's not that Hashem is imposing Himself on us and we have to accept Him even though He's things about Him that we can't understand. That's the original Mahalach. That sometimes leads to Loyitach and Hashem and things about Hashem that we can't explain. The new Mahalach is going to be we come back to Hashem, so which means we dictate the terms. Whatever We're going to find Hashem within ourselves, so to speak, and that's how Hashem is going to relate to us as we, as we find Him in ourselves. And we can't find in ourselves <coughs> the Midah of Pekir meaning it doesn't make sense to us because... From the human, from an individual perspective, it doesn't make sense. Why should I suffer for my father? I'm, I'm me. My father's him, right? From Hashem's perspective, it makes perfect sense because Hashem, for Klape Hashem, we're, we're, we're one unit, whatever. How <coughs> we explain it? But from our perspective, it doesn't make sense because we're stuck as an individual. So once we come back to Hashem, it means that the Das Hashem that we have is something that we find in ourselves, it's not something that's being imposed upon us from the outside. That changes the whole Anag of Hashem. 
and that's the key, to um, Shela, Shela, and, and like Shalom said also, and Peretz and Zerach, being okay, being good people, not having a problem. Okay, that is it, yeah.